Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. If you're a car fan, this is the thing that gets you excited. New designs, new styles, concepts, new colors even at the New York International Auto Show. And in walks Genesis, the Hyundai-owned luxury brand that lately has kind of had a bunch of hits. The concept car is designed by Luke Donkerwoke. He is just off his World Car Person of the Year award. And he says the design follows the athletic elegance language of the company, but with a little bit more futuristic appeal. In a design world that's recently been going against two-door vehicles in favor of crossovers and SUVs, the Genesis Expedium is a sportback style coupe that features the traditional front end of the Genesis, but this time in a move that's becoming a little bit more common with EVs, replaces the traditional headlights with a pair of light bars that from the side could be mistaken for racing stripes, but go all the way around the front end, separating and integrating the high beams and the low beams together as a continuous light strip. The profile view is clean with chrome character lines separating the driver and the rear window and a sleeker version of the quad taillights continue attached to a ducktail spoiler. Genesis calls it the anti-wedge with the wedge, of course, being the supercar design of the 80s and 90s. As for coloring on the new concept car, Genesis, known for its reds, greens, and blues, now shows off something called Inja Green. The company says it was inspired by the mountain landscape around the Speedium track for which it's named. In layman's terms, something of a gray metallic green, a little bit reminiscent of old 60s Jaguars, but a little more on the gray metallic side. And if the name of the Expedium leaves you a little bit wanting, the design is at least intended to encapsulate Genesis' belief that the emotional value of driving will remain strong in the era of electrification. All I can tell you is I look at it and I want one. It's been 60 years since a Supreme Court case, Engel versus Vital, said that school districts could not offer school prayer or encourage students to read a prayer that they had created. One of a pair of seminal rulings in the 60s, the other one had to do with Bible reading, Abingdon School District versus Shemp, dramatically changed the landscape of public education in the country. Now, Coach Joe Kennedy is about to get a hearing at the Supreme Court In this case, it's not about a school-sponsored prayer. It's not about something that students are participating in particularly. It's about a football coach who goes to the center of the field after a game and kneels down for 15 or 30 seconds and simply prays. He had been doing this for six years, and no one seemed to care until a coach from a rival high school team actually wrote a letter to his principal praising him for it, liking the fact that sometimes players would join, sometimes players from the opposite team would join, In response, the school district of Kennedy told him he had to stop it because in their view it was a violation of the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. For a time, Kennedy complied with that instruction and then felt like God was telling him to go back to a game after it had ended when he was in his car. He did and resumed the practice, which led to the district putting him on administrative leave and then refusing to rehire him and an ensuing lawsuit petitioning the court to force the district to reemploy him and allow him to continue the practice of prayer. An interesting conundrum since his wife actually works as a supervisor in the school district's human resources department. 
To date, all of the courts that have heard the case have sided with the school district, declaring all the way up through the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals that, yes, having a coach acting in a semi-official capacity after a football game going to the middle of the field praying does constitute a violation of the Establishment Clause. And the argument here is, of course, that that's creating a norm that students might feel some kind of pressure to participate in, or even just the idea that praying in a Christian way is something that the school district supports officially. And even though having students recite an official prayer at the beginning of school is a far cry from a coach quietly participating in solo prayer, sometimes with other people at the end of a game, that's where the law is these days. Enter the new Supreme Court. In 2019, the court turned down the case, but a clear expression by the conservative justices that there were some troubling elements to it seemed to signal that maybe they'd be willing to revise Engel versus Vital or the more recent 2000 case of Santa Fe Independent School District versus Doe that prohibited student-led prayer at the beginning of football games. But this year, the court changed its mind. With the addition of Justices Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh, the widely perceived conservative block on the court is now five members strong, plus John Roberts, who sometimes goes one way, sometimes goes the other way. And so now the Supreme Court will hear the case on April 25th. Like other relatively long-standing and seemingly settled elements of constitutional law, the Supreme Court may be poised in hearing this case to significantly shift the court's jurisprudence on the Establishment Clause and how it plays out in public schools. Four, manage and start. Two, one. That's a very familiar sound by now. That was actually in October of last year as Blue Origin took off to go into space. But what if your personal trip into space sounded very different? Something like this. Now, it's not your ears deceiving you. There's no sound because a completely different approach to putting ordinary civilians in space is being designed and developed by Space Perspective. Starting in 2024... They're going to be sending people up in a balloon. It's called Spaceship Neptune. It's carbon neutral. It's going to go 20 miles above the Earth's surface. It'll take you about two hours to rise up to that height at about 12 miles an hour. You'll spend about two hours floating around above the Earth's atmosphere, or at least above most of it. And then you'll take about a two-hour descent to splash down in the ocean. The Space Lounge has nine reclining plush seats for eight passengers and a pilot. There's a refreshment bar, storage space, Wi-Fi so you can live stream the flight, 360-degree panoramic views, and a bathroom. Key selling point. So if your idea of space travel would be a little bit slower, a little bit more calm, wouldn't necessarily involve all of the massive G-forces or major bodily preparation as other flights do, this might be your thing. But it's not cheap, as you would expect. Space Perspective said tickets are going for about $125,000, 600 of which have already been purchased. The first flight's expected to begin late in 2024, fully booked. The first opening is in 2025, and you've got to put $1,000 down now. For booking, you can pay in cryptocurrency. As of last year, about half of all Americans said they'd like to travel to space, but only a fifth of them say that they would pay over $100,000 for the experience. Founder and CEO of Space Perspective, Jane Pointer, says it's hard to overestimate the importance of this design breakthrough, something that she says was actually inspired by having grown up reading science fiction authors like Isaac Asimov. So now the question confronting humanity in just a few short years will be, would you like to experience space the way of Jeff Bezos and Michael Strahan? Or would you rather experience it the way of Phineas Fogg? 
That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to our digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. And please hit that five-star rating before you go. I appreciate it. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.